Hey, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the very first edition of Chuck's Untitled Goosebumps Podcast with Dr. Gruesome. Hey, everybody, the return of Dr. Gruesome! Back for the first time, am I right? Uh, Jace. Yes. He managed to take a break from the laboratory to join us for the Goosebumps podcast here on ZombiesDon'tRun.net or wherever you may be hearing this podcast, because sometimes they float around. Uh, what's your experience with Goosebumps, Gruesome? Do they have uh, they have Goosebumps over in uh, Romania? Oh, I get Goosebumps all the time. It's very cold here. Oh, no, no, not them kind of Goosebumps, Dr. Gruesome. Now, I, I, this, is the, this is the page kind, the book kind. You read books in Romania. Uh, 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 Jay- Yes, we have books. Um, we get them at uh, at uh, the library in in Castle Kriskov. Oh yeah, yeah. So you're a proud I, owner of a library card. Has has big library. Yes, big library. Well, Castle Kriskov. I'm at that stage, Doctor Gruesome, where uh, I'm I'm trying trying my best to buy back my childhood. Have you ever been to that point? Uh, Jess. Uh, I I bought back um, a a toad frog that I had when I was younger. Now I had done previous experiment and went to a friend, um, but I needed the toad frog back because um, you know certain experiments that when they go out they cause a lot of trouble. It was causing a lot of trouble. Needed it back. Having a bad name going out there. So did did you go back in time for this toad frog? Oh no 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 no! The the toad frog was just uh, down the street at my friend Marty's house. Oh well, ain't that convenient? Uh, yeah, we, well, you know, a toad frog brought back from the dead is not likely to die anytime soon. No, that's true. That is true. That's true. Uh, nonetheless, <laughs> as uh, as we we'll learn later on, some more experimental tips. I'm sure from the from the very yes. grand Dr. Yes. Bruce. The best way to bring back a toad frog is to use a pocket watch. A pocket watch. Google that just, one, folks. Google that one. You just have to wind him every other day or so. Oh. Do-do-ch. We need to hire your Transylvanian band. What's they called? The Renfields? They come play background music while we talk about these things. But that's Transylvania. You're from Romania. I guess that's two different things. Uh, they're very close. But do you remember grammar school, Mr. Mr. Grusom? Uh, no, I'm self-taught. Oh, well, well, in my grammar school in the United States of America, you may have heard of us, we had this thing called accelerated reading. And Mr. Connery here, you know, I was well above the uh, regulations for reading Goosebumps books, but I decided to go ahead and read them anyway, because why not, right? Is accelerated reading like reading a book on a treadmill? No, sir, no, sir. It's where you read the book... And then you take the test. You, If there's any kids listening to the podcast, I'm sure they know what I'm talking about. They may be having to do the same thing right now. But now, see, I was up there on that level. I could read Catcher in the Rye. You know what I'm saying? I could read, uh, you know, 12 Angry Men. I could read, was that a book? I think that was a book, wasn't it? Kill a Mockingbird was a book. I could have read that. I was on that reading level. But I was like, no, 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 no. I want to read Goosebumps. So I did. And now at the age of 32, I've decided I could do anything in the world. But I want to read Goosebumps again. So, uh, yeah. Not so, bad. so the the fine folks at Scholastic was kind enough to send us at least two books this direction. So there'll at least be two episodes of Chuck's Untitled Goosebumps podcast featuring Doctor Gruesome, uh, and unless somebody else can get us some books, because uh, I went to my local Walmart. You got Walmart in Romania, Doctor Doctor Gruesome? No, we have X Mart. Oh, X Mart, shop smart. And uh, 
Apparently, the one here does not have books. Maybe they figure nobody around here can read. I don't know. Walmart with no books? I didn't see any. And now, it is a smaller Walmart. We admit that it is a smaller Walmart. But the fact that there was no books or magazines anywhere to be seen up in the front of the store, that kind of makes you wonder a little bit there, don't it? Did they have signs on the wall? I didn't see no sign that said books. Well, that's going. To, if people can't read, how do they find the bathroom? This is true. Maybe maybe they go by the pictures. There are pictures. Oh, I'll have to look. I maybe maybe the maybe it's just pictures. Maybe they don't even say men or women down here. Maybe it's just pictures. I'll have to check. Nonetheless, unless we can find us some more Goosebumps books, this podcast is going to last only about two episodes before we start hitting rock bottom on what we're going to talk about. But uh, I have this book we're going to talk about right here in a bit. But you know. For any kids that may be watching and listening, well, they can't be watching because this isn't a video cast, but for any kids that's listening to this podcast, I do want to point out that in life, they may run across people that promise they're going to do something, then they don't do it. You're, you know those kind of people, Dr. Gruesome? You ever heard of those kind of people? I, I, I have met mo- some people. Um, uh, most of them are redheaded. That's true. You see, Dr. Gruesome and I has a mutual friend that goes by the name of Darian. We won't say the last name because she probably don't listen to podcasts anyway. But when she found out we were going to be doing this, she'd promised a box. And it almost feels like an endless box of Goosebumps books for us to use for this podcast. And you know what? We have not gotten those yet. So every week we do a show, I'm going to bring up the Darien Meter, ladies and gentlemen. That is what it would be called, the Darien Meter. And as we bring it up for this week, Dr. Gruesome, it has been 16 days since those books were promised and they have not been delivered. Now, that's just a shame to go 16 days uh, on back on your word. I think we're getting to that point. I feel like we're getting to that point. Now, how are we going to do Goosebumps books and, and podcast on these Goosebumps books unless we have the Goosebumps books? Is, is the podcast weekly or bi-weekly? Weekly, as long as I can fit in the reading of the book within the week. So I, I next week's book's already planned. I, I plan to be right back the same time, the same station, next week for part two of Chuck's Untitled Goosebumps podcast featuring Dr. Grusel. Boy, say all that at, at about five times fast. Not in this accent, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So we will say today that this book is brought to us by Scholastic because they did send it to us. And it is Trick or Trap, Goosebumps Most Wanted Special Edition number three. And this won't actually be in stores, Dr. Gruesome, until July 28th. So they're hearing it here first. Oh, now that that is uh, something worth killing bets over. That is true. That is true. Now, this is for the ages of 8 to 12. So it's perfectly normal that a 32-year-old here is reading this book. And I don't know how old you are, Dr. Gruesome. You're like 1,000 years old, right? I'm pretty close. Well, it's 8 to 12 years, I think, uh, you know, age restriction three to seven age range on the reading level which is just above the 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 minimum for us here in tennessee i do believe uh romania romania is probably a little bit more up there isn't it uh not 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 um not up there oh yeah well i tell you what dr grace let's pop open let's let's pop open a metal yellow which does not sponsor the show in any way and get ready to discuss this book this week shall we Okay, I'm not sure what the mellow yellow is, but um, if it's anything like a Pepsi. No, uh, it's, it's not as good as Pepsi. It's not as good as Sundrop either. Oh. Well, I'm sure it's good. Uh, so, Chuck, uh, 
tell me what's what's the book about? Hold on one minute and I will. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> I opened a drink can. I opened a drink can. I opened a drink can. That's what it was. <laughs> we'll edit that off the show anyway. <laughs> Maybe we should leave it for comedic purposes. I don't know. I'll put that drink can. All right. Okay, Dr. Gruesome, before we get into this, I want you to hear this. Can you hear this? You hear that? Yep. That's pages. This is a legit book. None of that PDF. None of that downloaded, uh, whatever stuff people read on the internet. This is this is the real deal here, and it's the only media we we represent on this podcast is the physical media. They know Adobe Acrobat for that. No, 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 sir, Doctor Gruesome. But let me read the synopsis for this one. The infamous, most wanted Goosebumps characters are out and on the loose after you, just in time for Halloween, a super special edition. That's what it says before you even get to the plot. It's Halloween, and that means that it's time for trick-or-treating and scary parties. But this year, things are taking a turn for the terrifying as Scott and Amanda throw a bash at an old haunted house. There won't be any treats, only traps. Traps for a few bullies that are always bugging them at school. What could possibly go wrong? How about a haunted house with a mind of its own? A house that would rather play its own tricks and set its own traps. Are you ready for this? This is a four-parter. It's got 36 chapters, 192 pages, about a one- or two-day read, although I stretched it out to three because I had grown-up adult stuff to do. I'm sure you know how that is, Dr. Grusom. Well, yeah, garbage to take out. I understand. Yes, yes. <laughs> women women to, to beat chasing after, all that good stuff. So basically, the story is what it is. There's a 12-year-old boy named Scott. He's afraid of everything, Dr. Gruesome. Everything. Like, probably his own shadow. He always admits in the book that he is not the bravest person in the world. And we see this throughout this book. Even his nine-year-old sister picks on him. Now, how about that? That's just mean. It is, it is. He's got a friend named Amanda uh, that's just as equally afraid of everything as he is. Throughout the whole book, if he's not afraid, she's afraid. They're accidentally scaring each other numerous times in this film. In this in this book, I'm used to watching movies. This is a book. <laughs> I don't think there's actually a TV version of this one, so I had to read the book. Uh, which, reading is better anyway. But, you know, I will notice that uh, as I was reading this book, and, and him and his lady friend were out doing all these things, there never was talk of, uh, of any interest in either one of them outside of uh, friendship. What do, you, what do you think of that, Dr. Gruesome? Is, is, there, no, is there no secret love going on between these these people here uh well what what year was the this book the copyright brand new buddy it's this year oh well this year there times are changing you can be friends with girls when did this start well you know it back happens. in the day, it used to be referred to as a talking buddy. Oh yes, yes, yes! I recall those days. I guess, I guess maybe one of these days, if there's ever a sequel, Mr. R. L. Stein can uh, can write about Mr. Scott being placed in the friend zone <laughs> when he's referred to as being the the best friend she's ever had. 
as she's probably dating a jerk. Or maybe she'll run off and marry somebody without telling him. That's always good, isn't it? Uh, you know, it happens. It happens, it happens. Either way, our boy Scott here and his friend Amanda, they're terrorized out the whole book by twin boys named Mick and Morty and their other friends. This is all out throughout the whole book. They're they're just doing everything to him. They're, they're pantsing him. They're throwing him in open graves. I don't know about you, but I'd hate to be thrown in an open grave. I've been there. Oh, yeah, that's where you spend most of your time, am I right? So, so the kid's life is torment, and uh, his dad is never... His dad's not home throughout the whole book. It's like him, his sister, and his mom. It's like, where's the father figure in this book? There is no dad anywhere in this book. He's always on a business trip. Do you think there's like some underlying theme going on here? Should, should we pay attention to this? Not if you are 8 to 12 years old, you wouldn't. No, that's true. That's true. But when you're 32, you might notice these things. Maybe, maybe R.L. Stein's trying to slip one in on us. Not like Bill Cosby slips one in on people, but trying to slip one in on us anyway. That's right, kids. If you're listening to this podcast, don't go around Mr. Bill Cosby. Nonetheless, they decide that the only way that they're going to show everybody that they're brave and they're not a bunch of scaredy cats is they're going to go into the haunted house that, that everybody says is haunted and everybody's afraid of it. Which, of course, this is a bad idea, Dr. Grusom. Oh, uh, yes, my upstairs bedroom is uh, haunted. Uh, the ex-wife lives there. This could have been one of your old houses. You never can tell. It's possible. So they go in the house, and they find something. I'm not going to spoil that, because that would be a shame, because everybody needs to read the book. But they find something in the house, and it leads to really a big can of worms, which is basically the plot of the film. Although, I will at least say that everything comes together when they decide at the end of the film that, or the end of the film, why do I keep saying film? I'm not, this is not a film, Dr. Gris. <laughs> I'm still stuck on can of worms. I'm getting pretty hungry. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But they decide at the end of the book that the best way to handle things is to bring these bullies into the haunted house and throw some traps at them. Of course, it doesn't go as planned. And in typical uh, R.L. Stein fashion, it ends on a stinger. You know what I mean? There's like a thing at the end. It's like, oh, gotcha. Got him. Got him. As that viral video says. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> so, so have you seen any R.L. Stein books or, or films or anything that don't end in kind of a wink, wink, nudge, nudge, we got you sort of fashion? Uh, from my vague memory. Uh, Remind I, I, you, it's like a children version of the Twilight Zone, basically. Yeah, there's always some twist or some stinger at the end to get you. You know, I tell you what I did like about this, Doctor Chris. He was asking about when this thing came out, and this is a new book. This is like the most recent book, I imagine, since it ain't even out yet from R.L. Stein. The thing is loaded with modern references. They talk about Instagram. They talk about YouTube. YouTube plays a part in the in the plot a great deal. And there's a lot of talk of Marvel superheroes because our lead boy, Scotty, here is really into superheroes. So he's always name-dropping Wolverine and the Hulk and Thor and people like that. I like seeing stuff like that. that that's neat. It, it's like R.L. Stein is the Tarantino for the preteen generation. He's always name-dropping something special or something pop culture there in the book. And uh, I'll admit I was only like 10 or so, or probably less, when I read my first Goosebumps books. But I don't remember them being this name dropping and stuff before. Maybe I need to go back and recheck, which luckily we will get the chance to on this podcast. But it's pretty neat to see a uh, R.L. Stein book character talking about the Hulk and all that, and Instagram and YouTube and all those other cool things that are modern. So you realize, hey, this is current time. And I tell you something else is really cool. The book 
is taking place right around Halloween, which that's the best time, I think, to read Goosebumps books, by the way, is in the fall season. And it sets the setting perfectly when it talks about the fall and the leaves and the rain. And it gives you that good ooey-gooey Halloween feeling, Dr. Gruesome. Do you have that year-round, or do you have to get it only one time a year? Um, the Halloween is more like my Christmas. Oh, yeah. You, don't, you celebrate the Christmas. I, I, don't, I don't get the Christmas. Oh, wow. Well. You get you, you're like in Halloween Town, right? Yes. Well, you know uh, there is Christmas themed R.L. Stein books in the Goosebumps, and I think Fear Street series, which maybe we'll get to get on to those one of these days. But nonetheless, I think overall this is a really good read. It's a fun read. Like I said, I finished this book in three days. I could finish it in probably one or two if I'd had more time. If life hadn't got into the way, as they say, but. It's a fun book, man, and I think if uh, if you do enjoy reading, which I don't know how they are there in Romania, but if you do enjoy reading books and you like Goosebumps books, this is a good one to jump back in on the Goosebumps train on, especially since they are making a movie of Goosebumps, which we're going to talk about next week. We're going to talk wow. about it today, Dr. Goosebumps. So if you've seen the trailer, we're saving that for next week with Jack Black's R.L. Stein-inspired Goosebumps movie. Very exciting. So does this, does this not make you want to run out to your local... Uh, I guess I guess X Mart you said and and see hey do you have Goosebumps books? Well, I was just wishing I had a big box full of the books, but um, all out. Not sure when those are coming. Yeah, and of course this, uh, like I said, it's kind of a short read, which all Goosebumps books are a short read. But there is a preview for the next book in the series, which is titled uh, Night of the Puppet People, which I'm sure has a lot to do with the. Uh, probably has some references to the Night of the Living Dummy, which is one of the more popular Goosebumps books. I did not read the preview yet, but, you know, I didn't read the preview because I don't want to be wanting something that I don't have on me right now at the moment. But, Dr. Gruesome, the time on the wall will tell us that we've already reached the very end of the first ever Chuck's Untitled Goosebumps podcast featuring Dr. Gruesome right here on ZombiesDon'tRun.net or wherever you may be hearing this because I hope this podcast gets around and uh, next week, we do have one book for next week. We have A Nightmare on Clown Street. I've been to Elm Street, but I've never been to El Clown Street. Yeah, I think it's a few blocks over from Elm Street. Oh. Yes. So, until next time, kids, uh, I guess we're going to wrap this one up. But next week, we'll be talking about A Nightmare on Clown Street, and we'll be discussing the trailer for the Goosebumps movie with Jack Black. So if you enjoy us on this very first episode, please come back again. So, uh, Dr. Gruesome, I'll let you say our parting words for our fine folks, maybe young folks out there that may be listening, here on the Chuck's Untitled Goosebumps podcast featuring Dr. Gruesome. Remember, children, when you're doing your experiments on the living or the dead to have your parents present. <laughs> and um, lightning is uh, still our preferred method of electricity. And um, wear your goggles because uh, when you get splattered, it's just bad. Just wear your goggles and uh, have a nice day. Yeah, thank you from all of us right here on Chuck's Untitled Goosebumps podcast featuring Dr. Gruesome.